Hey everybody, this is Vincent H. O'Neill, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. So welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. Uh, we're going to be playing some Rogue Trader tonight. Maybe if the last half an hour is any indication, that might not actually be the case. But uh, I guess we're going to see how this rolls here. Uh, I'll give you a recap from the last episode. Uh, we had left uh, both Jarnan and Kynok at the cave after destroying the warp demon. Emmis and Venari went back to talk to Roderick, let him know that the demon was killed, that they figured out what was going on. Venari proposed a festival in honor of uh, the planet being reincorporated back into the Imperium, to which he agreed. Um, Kynok wandered away while we were gone, back down into the, the cave complex, picked up some more corruption. I don't remember all of what happened because I wasn't there, so eh, whatever. But eventually we picked them back up again. I think Venari told uh, Jarnan everything that had happened while they were gone, that they talked to Roderick, yada, yada. Then Ari told Emmis about the goo uh, and that they would potentially be discussing things with Oros to see whether or not they could figure out some connections to sell some of that stuff. Uh, I think Jarnan was interested in investigating the temple cult a little bit further in the interim before the festival took off. I think that's pretty much it. I didn't re I didn't listen to the episode, so yeah. Go listen to episode 16. <laughs> wow. that's inspires much confidence. I, you um, know, we play once a month. It's tough sometimes to keep updated. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, it'll work. Um, it, the only thing I think you left out is that you did suggest that Adelar, yes. the... Uh, uh, acolyte be uh, promoted to harvest master because you believe that he's trustworthy enough for that. And uh, the other brother, Roderick, uh, agreed, as far as I remember, uh, as as saying that is uh, uh, he believes a good choice for harvest master. So. Uh, ostensibly Adelar during the reintegration festival will be named Harvest Master. I thought he was going to take it under advisement. You know, he was going to do his own, you know, whatever. Yeah. By that, he means like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great suggestion. And he's like, I have a great idea. Why doesn't this guy do it? (laughs) Right. So he took the suggestion. Adelar is, is deemed uh harvest master uh because of his uh assistance with your mission and reintegrating the planet of Ballantine with the empire and ridding the colony the grain stocks although i guess not public knowledge but in, in in being uh, open to the idea that 
the grain stocks may be contaminated. He obviously was instrumental in helping get rid of the old. Uh, well, you guys are, are taking the contaminated tainted grain with you. And so now he is charged with keeping a watchful eye over the harvest and making sure obviously that no further harvest be contaminated, but also now that theoretically the warp storm is cleared, they won't have to wait and have uh, their, their tribute uh, lay uh, fallow for so long. Although uh, there are other consequences of that uh, as such, at least while the storm was going, uh, there were no black ships able to make it to the planet. But planet also seems to have no psychers. So weird. Uh, <laughs> a strange phenomenon to be sure. But so is the the fickle nature of the warp. Mm-hmm. Do we do we want to leave anyone from our crew on the planet when we go? I mean, I don't think there's anything. You know, we did our mission. We reopened communications, got the, you know, the tribute and all that kind of stuff. You know, the planet has people in charge running it. So it's not like we have to leave anybody behind to make sure everything keeps running, right? Not any of Kane's guys or anything like that. No, of, of course not, Emmis. I mean, they they have their own structures in place. We, as you said, have completed our mission most admirably. Jarn, and in fact, did get to burn heretics and demons as well so i'm sure he's quite pleased and i'm sure the uh the ecclesiarchy will be uh quite happy with his report do we want to leave anyone behind to be a liaison with roderick or you know just to just to make sure to, he stays on our side or we keep communications open or we just leaving saying okay we've we've done what we needed to do anything we're going to do after here we don't need to kind of touch back with Roderick or anyone on the planet itself i mean it's nice to have uh good communication to someone with uh, the amount of power that he brings with his station but i don't believe that uh we're required to do anything more than be friendly okay like we're not going to leave like an ambassador or anything specifically for Heretics Bane, you know, it, it's more an Imperium thing. We're not trying to do something on the side then. Well, in a sense, we have Adelar's uh, shining beacon of faith under Jarnan's tutelage uh, will be a reminder of our time spent here on Valentine. Actually, I didn't think about that yet. So we do have that connection with Jarnan and the new Harvest Master, so... Does Jarnus just shaking his head? He doesn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just sitting there, just kind of shaking his head, like, "Yep, I did that." <laughs> <laughs> and in the back of his mind, he's thinking, "In that shard priestess's body, that'll uh, that sends a pretty good message too." That is true. That is true. Um, are we gonna like fast forward through like? festival and all that kind of stuff yes uh yes uh you are most certainly going like everyone celebrates uh, it's a week-long celebration um obviously everyone is is rested there's no uh you know like violence or aggression you don't have any stresses um 
and you basically party it up. Um, I do. Hell yeah. And uh, I, so here's the question. Uh, the other fo- the other two, I would assume even if you like, if you're like doing whatever with ladies or gentlemen, whatever your proclivities may be, I would assume it means sort of less. The question is, duh, how much contact does Venari have with Lavinia? Is it like you're kind of, you know, there's wild oats all over the place? Or are you really like, I mean, it's not 24 7, right? Nah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a like they're not planning on coming back here. So, I mean, it's a fling, right? So, like, she has work to do. But is it like like, a fling, like, but you're only seeing her that week? (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, My question is are you like seeing her only and spending time with her during the festival celebration? Or are you also kind of like oh and then whoa that that really super hot ladies into me i'm gonna go talk to her too and lavinia's not around so because we're with our crew or whatever and you know like the question is yeah are you sort of spreading the love around or are you like staying more I'm not saying loyal to her like you're going to be back per se, like, yeah, yeah, oh, let's yeah. get married. But like yeah. you could also be like, well, while I'm here, I'm going to, you know, really woo her, blah, blah, blah. So did you I, did you swipe left or swipe right? You're right, right, right. The question. <laughs> I mean, I, I assume no matter what you'd be seeing her. The question is, is yeah. are are you seeing other people also, or is it like you're with her most of the time? I think he would I, I th- he would definitely be interested in in widening the circle, but I think he would stay focused on her just for the fact that she's tied into Roderick, at least in some sense. So he doesn't want to like fuck something up where like if he's, you know, off, you know, fooling around with somebody else and then it gets back to her that it somehow poisons that whole well, especially okay. with the things going on with Egon, like he wants to play it fairly sure. close to the vest. Okay. Yeah, that makes but sense. He, yeah, he he would. I mean, he would, you know, come back around and talk to Egon at some point during the week. He would want to talk to Roderick and find out, you know, what he found in his investigation. Not like, you know, I want you to like tell me what's happening because they're going to leave. It doesn't matter. But just more in a sense of like, you know, as as peers to be like, okay, you know, this this is what we did. Blah blah. blah. Did you find anything? Is there anything that we need to do? You know, whatever, because Jarnan was going to look into it, or I don't remember if Roderick had offered, or if Jar or if Venari offered Jarnan services, and then said, "Hey, you know, Roderick was like, if you want to check it out, that's cool. You can go check stuff out." Because I think he was going to interrogate some people, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, he was supposed to essentially help weed out dissidents from the Harvest Cult. Um, I would actually like you to make ooh it's gonna be inquiry i don't know if you have it or not 
but that would be the actual skill. Is this for Messi? Yes. Uh, I do have it. So you would be making an inquiry check. I would say I'll give you a plus 10 because of your interactions with everyone in the cult and you have a sort of more keen perception of uh, traitors per se. So let's see how well you do it at, at weeding out the baddies. Uh, I got a five out of 60. <laughs> yeah, you're good. He I, finds everybody. I did really good at weeding people out. You know what? Uh, it's because- he did so good he blames me too. So now I've been <laughs> it's because It's because of the priestess's charred remains. People are like, uh, don't kill me. I'm bad. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say you are like... Um, I, I actually, I have to give you, I'm a, you may argue with it, but you can't cause I'm in charge. <laughs> I'm going to give you a fate. I'm going to give you a fate point back for that. Like you do have a permanent fate point, not, but also plot wise, you literally are at the level of like a grand inquisitor at your proficiency in sussing out heresy and those who do or do not actually follow the faith of the emperor and those who have been tainted to such a degree that you are certain that the harvest cult quote unquote and in this case not using it as a a bad word the harvest cult is pure and is and to you at least you are a hundred percent certain as uh an acolyte of the of the ecclesiarchy and the god emperor's word that you have cleansed every single impure soul from the harvest cult such that you believe the emperor has bestowed upon you a blessing uh a awesome. B, how many people are actually left in the cult now that I've cleansed <laughs> all the bad ones? We took literally, literally about half of them. <laughs> so there was about let's say five hundred acolytes that were active and uh, responsible for the crops and. I would say a little less than half, but pretty much half you determined were impure enough to be uh, sacrificed for the God Emperor's good. And to the God Emperor, 100% accurate. You were 100% right. They were wrong. They needed to be cleansed. And now you have a pure population. You have a pure uh, harvest cult. Uh, securing and uh, growing and procuring grain for uh, the God Emperor's good. And so you have done a great service to the Empire. I want want Kobar with me the entire time. You want what? I want Kobar with me the (laughs) entire time I'm interrogating people and like burning people. 
so that he understands the stakes of being the new <laughs> high buffalo. Oh, oh Adelar? Adelar. Adelar? That is his name yes, is Kolar. No, it's Adelar. Adelar. The new Harvest okay. Master? Yeah, Adelar. He is understandably uh, reticent <laughs> at the beginning as as maybe not many but at least enough of the acolytes he believes are good people but you are 100% certain are tainted and in a metagaming sense are tainted enough for you to know that they are corruptible or corrupted uh, to a point same, same. yeah so you know in your heart that they have been corrupted and you actually press upon him some of your insights so that he doesn't dismiss uh, some of maybe the finer points or the less obvious signs of uh, corruption or heresy, making him uh, in your uh, opinion, and even stronger, uh, a harvest master who should be able to maintain a perfectly cleansed and very efficient harvest cult uh, to generate grains and uh, foodstuffs for obviously the good work of the emperor spreading his light across the galaxy. I like it that, uh, that should prevent any wrongdoings in the future then. He does seem uh, significantly more hardened <laughs> at the end than at the beginning. Um, at the beginning, he seemed like, yeah, maybe he could be persuadable. But now he's um, definitely taken on more of Jardin's uh, temperament. Temperament, yeah. Uh, of uh, and and much more willing to punish heresy uh, or uh, uh, preach against heresies to the empire. Good, that was my goal <laughs> achieved. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'll leave it with like, and if I have to come back here, God ever help all of you. He bows. Very deeply. It <laughs> will never be necessary, uh, sir. I promise I will uphold all of your tenets, and Good. I will do so without fail. Good. That's what I like to hear, and that's what the God Emperor likes to hear. Praise be to the God Emperor. Praise be to him indeed. Now go run your shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes of course uh, and he he runs off a very interesting dynamic left on this planet by the way yeah what what's the interactions like between Roderick and Egon I, I assume that Egon is forced to attend even if he's not a willing participant uh, in the festival yes yeah he is like there like during the festival he like is obviously like you know, when Roderick's giving a speech or whatever, Egon's like sitting in a chair beside him or whatever. It's kind of like, I don't want to say Prince Harry to like 
Prince William. <laughs> William. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, that's 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 in my area. I, gotta I know. I, if you didn't know it, I was like, uh oh. I Kevin's got to know this. <laughs> Save me deported. here. Like, it's not quite that, but it's 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 worse than that. Obviously, where he's kind of like, ah, I'm just here. He kind of stays off in the background a little bit. He does speak like he gives a speech on, uh, you know, how, you know, gracious he is uh, for the uh, for Venari and his crew to have reunited them with the Empire and how the um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, we'll clean it all up in post. I wasn't ready for this. God, clean this <laughs> up in post. Um, yeah, yeah. So he, I mean, he's basically uh, says that he's you know, behold, you know, he he supports like you know joining with the empire again. The warp storm has finally cleared. Now they can be part of the emperor's blessing. We can finally uh, give our tithe to. Uh, the Imperium as uh, you know, we were born to do blah, blah, blah. He doesn't put a lot of feeling into it. Um, During the celebration. I mean, he certainly celebrates a lot. I mean, he's not like pissed off at the celebration in general. He's sort of status quo. You, you get the feeling. Um, at least for the moment. Okay. At, at some point while he's drinking, you know, obviously Venari's drinking, and he just he tries to schmooze him a little bit because their last meeting didn't go fantastically. I'm sure he probably talked to him after they came back, like, hey, we handled, you know, we handled your shit, whatever. But he drops into a he drops into a, a trader's cant as he's okay. speaking to see if he responds in in kind. Because he's trying to suss out whether or not the 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 dealing with the black goo is with another rogue trader. Like he assumes so, but he's not sure. So he just wants to see whether or not there's any sort of tell there. Uh ooh, give me a check on rogue traders can't because they're <laughs> different for each rogue trader, actually. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. All right. Uh let's see, it's trained and that's what is that? Int? Yes, yep. I believe. Oh, that's terrible. All right, well, here goes Falcon. Oh, I got a 40 out of 40. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, Sorry, I want to double check that I'm not going to screw myself over by naming someone that is different. You already named. <laughs> that I already named. Um, well, maybe it's Sarvis Trask. <laughs> it's probably not. I don't know. It's funny for me. <laughs> Nobody else gets it except for Kevin. Um, yes. Uh, you know that it is. You actually recognize uh, that it's the traitor. He, you start speaking in traitor can't. The specific dialect that he speaks back, you happen to know from. Uh, you know, years ago, uh, your uh, experience with uh, dealing with other traders uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the 
Calixa sector, uh, that Venerus Ryback okay. is has a very particular dialect that seems to be what Egon is using. Um, and that uh, you do uh, uh, you, you do know that it's at least possible that Venerus is operating somewhere in the area in that uh, he hasn't yeah, he wasn't operating in major operations in the Calixa sector, and then once the warp storms cleared, uh, you had heard that he was gained. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, he wasn't operating in the Calixa sector. He sort of disappeared, and so pe- some f- people thought he was dead. Some people. Uh, thought maybe he had gone rogue and were and was off trading or even living on Zenos worlds, um, but uh, had disappeared long enough ago that he could possibly have been the the trader dealing with Egon for quite some time. You don't know how that would happen with the warp storm as it was, but okay. that's yep. what you get. So he would, he would, you know, so if, you know, Venari had any tales that he could spin, you know, from any dealings that he had with him or, you know, he watched him get the shit kicked out of him at a, you know, at a bar somewhere, you know, just any, any sort of thing sort of like past the time that, you know, kind of fits with his modality, you know? Okay. Uh, sure. I mean, it, it, it's a, he kind of just deflects unless you directly ask him. Uh, you kind of get the impression it's kind of a, are we going to do business or not? Or are we, are you going to at least not disrupt my business <laughs> or not? All right. Uh, yeah. So he, he would drop into business. So like he, sorry. So, so he kind of sussed it out a little bit. He knows that he's dealing with a rogue trader. could be this guy. Seems a little weird because of the warp storms and whatever. Um, and then, I, yeah, I guess he's just like, um, you know, based on our last discussion, uh, I have no interest in disrupting whatever you have going on here. Uh, I feel like we could potentially make some sort of deal, but I don't want to be placed in the middle of again, whatever your dealings are here, but there are thrones to be made. And uh, of course I'm interested. Well, look, I don't care to deal with those who aren't interested. I thought I'd potentially cut you in because, well, you could cause a problem for us, but if you have no desire, then trade continues. And if you're not going to stand in my way, then all the better. If you are, I'd prefer to offer you an incentive not to rather than a disincentive not to, if you catch my drift. Indeed. Uh, I have a couple of avenues to pursue. I would like to uh, keep our lines of communication open, as it were. Certainly. Well, let's just say as far as, mm, uh, as far as I know, 
the supply is adequate for additional traders in the goods uh, of which we've uh, discussed. There's enough for others to benefit. Right now, obviously, I don't need uh, more. Uh, My brother, he's going to run this colony, this planet, as long as he lives, and I won't be even lucky enough, most likely, for even a few years where I would be uh, in a position to take over. That's not my goal. My goal now is to accumulate as much wealth and influence as possible. What I have access to is extremely valuable. If you would like to make a deal, I can cut you in. I don't believe it would cause any undue friction if you were to be involved. It may take a bit of mm, persuasion to prove that you're able to handle the issues, obviously, that arise with such a product. But after such, I think you could certainly be a valuable partner in the venture. Otherwise, I'm happy if you move along and, of course, there's nothing to see here. It's uh, Imperial Planet, quite devout and loyal, and producing the goods of which the God Emperor has requested of us. And just so happens, outside of that... uh, Perhaps there are other resources the God Emperor does not obtain from this planet, which is to say, if you're not interested in direct dealings, your silence could certainly be worth some amount of property, uh, some amount of goods, if you have a particular need. Uh we could supply that, which could be quite valuable in some instances, uh, particularly when you're dealing with mm, not only rogue imperial factions, but Xenos factions as well that you could run up, that you could uh, come across in your travels. The serum, as it were. Uh, seems to work across species, as far as I know. Interesting. I'm sure you know that it's not entirely human, Imperium in the trade and production, and he sort of motions to his pistol. I suspected it was not. Which is an Eldar pistol. Yeah. <laughs> I I suspected it was not. Without divulging too much, obviously, there is some manipulation with the material that needs to be done. Certain unsavory characters must be involved. But you must, you may not need to deal with that at all. If you need small amounts, I'm happy 
to provide in order for my trade to continue. Interesting, interesting. Well, as I say, let us uh, keep open lines of communication. Absolutely. Anytime, please. Uh, my astropath, I have a personal one. He gives you the astropath's name, essentially, and, and uh, the ability to contact their particular choir. Mm-hmm. If you should need to discuss any opportunities, please uh, let me know. I'm happy to discuss. I look forward to it. He goes along. Um, so before he leaves, can I speak to Venari? Because I'm, I'm assuming I'm just milling around and I can see them talking. Is there a sure. way I can th- talk to him? Okay, so I'm going to... I mean, he kind of turns off and is uh, talking with like this, like ludicrously fancy garbed woman who's like, you know, Egon. Yeah. Can I speak to Venari? Not going up to speak to him. Can I speak to him remotely? So I'm off watching them while he's standing. Oh, are you? Okay. If you're watching. Can I communicate to him directly? Like through microbead or anything like that, or do I need to go up and actually speak to him? Uh, you could microbead him, yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm just... but to know what was happening, you would have to make a check. No, 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 no. I'm just okay. For the fact that he's talking to Egon, so I'm just going to okay. say, Captain, before Egon goes, can you ask him, depending on whatever you're discussing at the moment, if you would be able to get the Harvest Mother's writings that I tried to smuggle out when we first landed on the planet. So there was a whole bunch of stuff that the Harvest Mother, all her records and data slates. Can you just ask him if we can have access to those? Uh, he, he steps away from, from where Egon is and, you know, kind of pitches his voice low and says, uh, I believe uh, Roderick would probably be the one to talk to about those matters. Uh, what's your interest in that particular I package think- of... Obviously, there was something going on with the Harvest Mother, and I was just thinking if we had those data slates, it could point us to some better understanding of what had afflicted her or the planet itself and just give us some more information, maybe not for our own benefit, but maybe to use later on down the line. Knowledge is power, so most amount of knowledge we can get is probably good. And just as an aside, I kind of knew that Roderick was the one that kind of busted us where he literally busted me trying to (laughs) sneak them out. (laughs) But I didn't know if, if Egon would be kind of a, a side way to maybe purloin those, not necessarily with, you know, Roderick's knowledge, because I'm assuming Roderick's going to want to keep those under wraps. If the harvest mother starts running about her, demon possession and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, out of character, I feel like Egon would probably be hands-off of most of that stuff since okay. he's got all of his own things going on. Okay. Um, but but he says to you, um, uh, perhaps this is something that we should discuss with Jarnan first. He may be uncomfortable with documents such as those in the okay. hands of people such as us. Okay. That sounds good, Captain. We'll have to 
follow up and discuss if, whether we even broach that to our crewmate. It may be <laughs> maybe not worth the the stress that it causes. Well, as you say, knowledge is power. There may be something uh, that can be gleaned from her writings that the uh, ecclesiarchy could put to good use. And then from, as an aside, John, did do you have a vial of the goo? Okay, you do. So just you. Yeah, I have, a. I think, a, like a, a small vial, you okay, know, a couple so ounces worth. Okay, so you just discussed it with me and showed it to me. You didn't actually give me any of it. Mm-mm. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so just out of... Uh, I don't... Uh, have you roll something i guess what what's the... am i mis- misremembering do i not have a while no no you do no, no, no. okay i'm okay. I, i'm saying more the like uh like what's the equivalent of insight in the road trader? i would bet i don't have it or if you're asking john to roll <laughs> yeah that's where i'm trying to figure out like what is the would it be a Scrutiny, maybe logic. I guess it depends on how you want to. Uh, yeah, I would say logic. Logic or scrutiny would be would would be good. Uh, does Emmaus have either? I have logic, <laughs> so I would allow logic to put together that Egon is clearly opportunistic. And willing to circumvent the activities of his brother in order to make his own gains. That's kind of what so. Although Venari may see it one way, and if John, you want to roll, you can roll uh, scrutiny or. A uh, logic as well. Okay. That Egon, if you wanted said writings, may be willing to bargain something for them as his ethics are quite loose. And if you have a specific ask, it's whether he deals with that or not is one thing. Whether he has access or the ability to access those things is a completely different story as he is technically pretty like as powerful as his brother. It's just his brother runs the show because he was sort of ordained that whereas Egon then decided, well, if no one's watching what I'm doing and I'm above the law, I'll do whatever I want to become as rich as possible. So there are, he is pliable in that way. Okay. I'll roll logic because I have that at 10%. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Oh, I failed the shit out of it. 80 out of 40. (laughs) You're still like pretty sure Roderick would be the one to talk to. You're like, definitely Roderick. Egon wouldn't even like, he wouldn't have anything to do with it. But Emmaus is like, mm. it like in you, like, Venari says that, and you're like, sure, but this guy, anyway, so. like, this guy seems pretty fucking dodgy. So like, yeah. 
I'll bet you we could get him. Like, I'll bet you we could get that if we wanted it. Yeah. Well, now, the- that would either be up to you then to convince yeah. uh, Venari to do it, or you could do it yourself. You yeah. are an officer of a rogue trader. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Venari would throw back to him and be like, ah, you know, I don't want to be on the hook for something like that. Like, that doesn't get us anything. Like, yeah. I don't want that to be the favor that, yeah. you know, he provides when there's, like, bigger, you know, bigger prizes to be won. So I'm going to write that down. So obviously that was just something I would think if Venari wanted to be involved in, obviously I didn't want us to get us on the hook. If then Egon said, well, if I give you this, then you definitely have to go into business with me. But well, he didn't say that you don't actually know that. All you know, logically is he wants. Well, I actually don't know anything because I just know what, Venari told me now Venari's yeah. talking so to me. So what you that, know yeah. is he trades in super illegal goods. Yeah. So if I ask him for a favor, he's if you want wanted be, something, yeah. it would probably be pretty like it would be a negotiation. Yeah, exactly. To and I don't, get something you wanted. You wouldn't necessarily jump to like you have to go in business with it. It, it could yeah. be I want something that maybe I'm not supposed to have, but this guy's dealing in way worse shit than that. Yeah. So, so yeah. I could probably get that from him <laughs> for something. Yeah. If so I want it. From from my from Amaze's standpoint, it's information that's out there that he wants and he kind of wants to get that. So I don't know the discussions that were going on between Benari and Egon right now. If yeah. Venari is a bit hesitant, then I'm going to actually, I'll make a shirt pocket note to then follow back up around and maybe I'll do some rolls in thinking if I want to go off on my own outside of Venari to do that. But yeah, I just wanted to let you know, yeah, Yeah. like you would not jump necessarily to like, it's a big, big deal because Harvest Mother's notes versus literal serum that yeah. hides psychers from black ships is like <laughs> exactly. it's kind of like heresy and super fucking heresy yeah. <laughs> like the war the heresiest of heresy <laughs> is hiding psychers from the emperor yeah. is like real bad so you're like well how bad could just that little bit of information be like eh, if I yeah. wanted to read her notes about a demon, eh, is it really that big of a deal? The answer is probably <laughs> no <laughs> compared to black serum that has literally been as far as you understand hiding psychers for hundreds of decades, years. centuries, <laughs> which, and you don't even know what those are for. <laughs> So there's a whole fucking like nut to crack of what even that could mean. But the answer is it could be, eh, it could be like, holy fuck balls. That's real bad. So the opportunity to be bad is like infinite. (laughs) So I guess Amaze was just looking at them drinking saying, well, if they're a bit, Three sheets of the wind. Let me see if I can get some kind of. Yeah, like maybe I should just like. Why don't I just see if I can get that? Because like, yeah, exactly. Fucking drunk, he doesn't know. He's just gonna be like, yeah, I can get him. 
But you do believe he would have access. Okay. Even Venari would know he would have access if he wanted. So Venari just says, no, that's stupid. Don't be. So I'll I'll, I'll take that as a side note out of character. (laughs) This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. having a good time but i'm gonna shut up because you hit live you I did see. hit live so yep. this will go in the this is going the end credit freebie this is a freebie for you guys <laughs> you should be patreoning us for all of this entertainment goodness well you're, if i actually put any content on it then you're yeah, you're welcome yeah. what i put content here's the thing computers they're great <laughs> Sponsored by computers. <laughs> ah, okay. AMD Ryzen 5 2600X running this podcast right now. I was going to do a spin, but I can't because this board's pretty short. I would have loved to have done a, a 360 in the chair, but it didn't work. It wasn't going to work, and I knew it. I knew it, but I didn't. And, and I wasn't going to do it like as a joke and have it really fuck these headphones up. They wouldn't. They're, uh, uh what brand are they? V-Moda. They're military grade. You can stress these a hundred times, guys. A hundred times like that and it works. V-Moda. Not a sponsor of the podcast. But they could be AMD. You could not be a sponsor. sponsor. Not a sponsor, but Ryzen Processors. They do this. NVIDIA GeForce or GTX 1070. Look at what it's doing for you now. You're welcome, Internet. This all goes at the end. John is cutting all of this out. And I'm just having fun fucking with him. (laughs) Because I could be weighing coffee right now that his ass and his podcast is making me roast. (laughs) But instead, I'm running a game also. And I don't even get a thanks for it. I get thanks. I appreciate. You heard me right in my heart. <laughs> I get. I appreciate the thanks. I know you appreciate it. I appreciate you guys playing. So let's get this game going because I'm actually really. This is actually. I'm too excited because these are actually my favorite episodes. Which is the you have absolutely nothing planned and you're getting to choose what you do. So it's all wide open. That's my favorite. That's my favorite episode. That I love it. That is my absolute most fun I have is watching you guys decide what of the crazy ass paths you want to pursue uh, mission wise. So I always have fun. So I'm a little too excited. Unless it's fear itself, because then it's like almost an entire episode. <laughs> uh, I, you know. That's the weird thing. Fear, I've never given you a tote like that you get missions. I've never given you like you're you're just out Tweet. there yeah. and have like eight things you could do. Um so maybe I'll do that next time. Maybe that next mission it'll be a little more open-ended. That will be horrible. <laughs> I don't know how it'll go, yeah. Um because at least this group like 
pretty reasonably chooses a path and then pursues said path. Um, there's a lot less planning uh, considering the significantly more complicated nature of what you guys are doing in this world. <laughs> you don't really have to plan as much. You're like, okay, we do this, we do this, we do this, we win. And then like fear itself, it's like, oh, for Christ's sake. Okay. We open the door, then we yell. No, 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 no. We yell, then we open the door. And you're like, no. And you have a fucking 40 minute conversation about who turns the doorknob, the door, the speed at which you turn it. It's super high stakes. <laughs> it is high stakes because you could very well die much more easily than in this game. In this game, I mean, you could always burn a fate point to not die at all no matter how bad, but you're also where you're also like super badasses, right? So like, you're not just like dudes. <laughs> exactly. Or like all your fate points. <laughs> 17 sessions in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zero fate points left. Can you buy fate points? <laughs> At some point, I might have to come up with some mechanic to like... <laughs> give you a one back because it's kind of shitty to have literally zero um i mean i love it in that you've like used all of the emperor's goodwill (laughs) i kind of like that but aspect but i also feel like maybe you should have at least one i don't know we'll see if you do something super cool and heroic for the emperor Maybe he'll bless him? you. Do I want to burn my rogue trader alive? And- <laughs> hey, whoa! Okay, I will 100% say if you fucking just burn <laughs> him alive, like if you're just like, you know what? He is fucking evil incarnate and I can't accept this and just burn him alive, you definitely get a fate point back. That's ballsy. So- of course, yeah, the see, game's took, over at that point. <laughs> I took Rogue Trader can't, so we're good to go. So, <laughs> Well, you did one more than our Rogue Trader then. <laughs> I have Rogue Trader can't now. I just don't have the common lore or the cipher. <laughs> <laughs> the can't is, you know, that's enough. But yeah, like, yeah. If I mean, is it over? Because technically... I'm the, I'm the if, they can, if they can get that writ, it doesn't matter what it says. <laughs> Don't if, burn the writ. <laughs> like, possession <laughs> is nine-tenths of the law when writs are concerned. So, as someone grabs it, they're kind of the captain now. So, Alright, so note to self, don't burn the writ. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you burn that, you've burnt, like, essentially infinite wealth. <laughs> infinite influence infinite power because that gives you essentially you know the ability to do anything you want all right now i need to figure out how to convince him to put his writ in the servo skull to protect it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know where i actually i actually don't know where uh vanari keeps the writ it's it like could the dentist, be, he has it up on the wall. It's it like could be anywhere. He could have it in a safe. He could keep it on him. It could be on a fucking, like, it, I mean, I doubt it would be on Earth. That would be very far away. And your dynasty was not 
particularly that favored at the time. Mm-hmm. So saying like that you were like having you be like on earth would be a little much, but it could be in any number of places that, that you would have stashed it. It doesn't have to be with you. Of course, uh, it could also be with you. And you if it's not with you, find out. I was having a, I was recalling a conversation that we had a while ago and he gave it to Jarnan to hold on to <laughs> just in case. Cause he figured Jarnan was the most honorable. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Venari at yeah, all. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> he was pretty drunk at the time. Kane that sounds it. like Venari. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure that's canon. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember that happening. So. A flame cannon. That sounds fun. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, I, that at some point off, probably offline, I will have to get from John, like, where well, is now the, we, where is now the he knows, bit? Yeah, now he knows where to put it because he said. <laughs> yeah, it is servo it, It's stone. on Earth. Well, you know, I'm just saying, like, every captain has to have, like, you know. It's in a fire safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He has it in, uh, oh, I don't remember well, he the wouldn't brand. Be, he wouldn't be worried about you uh, burning it, right? Because then it's no good to anybody. Yeah, it's in an asbestos-lined <laughs> tube that he carries on his body at all times. No, the, the, the play is to wear it like a backstage pass so you can yeah, burn yeah him. yeah because then if you burn him you burn it sorry uh, or yeah but then someone could just yoink it simpson style <laughs> wink and then you're like oh no <laughs> then the bit then yakety sack starts playing yeah. <laughs> the whole thing man you get a whole episode out of that highest rated episode guaranteed Guaranteed. Scooby-Doo running in, in and out of doors, chasing yeah. him down. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> Let's have a whole episode of that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where the writ is, but writs are notoriously, secretively hidden and protected, and then handed down. But as I understand it, at least the physical writ of trade is like the law so regardless of like whose name is on it if you're like i've got a writ of trade and you show it to someone they're like well i guess you get out of jail free like it's like a get out of jail free i don't your name's not on it but fuck you've got it like i gotta let you do what you do so you're essentially a rogue trader as long as either you have a writ or the person that told you to do it has a writ and they can show it so, right, so I, John I, is a lich. It's like his phylactery. Then it's hidden somewhere. But yeah, you have to find it. <laughs> yeah. So totally, game. when Kynock jo- when Jesse joins us, we should totally burn Venari to the ground and then just like pick up the writ and be like, "All right, now we're gonna do some serious shit." <laughs> John, how do you feel about this? I feel personally attacked like right an now. Act of mutiny being planned. <clears throat> we need a new WhatsApp, vi- Bessie. We need a new WhatsApp group. <laughs> really, really 
hostile and uh, yeah, pretty aggressive to, toward toward someone yeah. that you're active that's actively listening to your plan. Well, I you know it's character knowledge and player knowledge, so I guess you know Bernard doesn't know anything. Yeah, I feel like yeah, he doesn't have any idea. You guys are gonna fucking burn him to ashes. John's gonna turn the server off in the morning. He's just gonna go push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Screw these guys. Oh, shit. So you're here. It's like 10 minutes and we got to cut to the end of the fucking episode. Or just, should we like start this thing? Or Do what? we have What's happening? There's there been no intro. There's, John, there's no what's recap. What's happening? Control oh the God. episode. All Look, right, come if on. This were, if this were unrest, we would have already. Uh, hey, we whoa, we got to cut. <laughs> we know that, that's a whole other thing. This is, yeah, I know. It's a secret. It's a secret. Hey, God, hey guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Secret exclusive. <laughs> You're like my Ian now. Now I know what you went through all this all those years. <laughs> yeah, right? See what I had to deal with? Anyway, you guys don't know what that is, but wink. Wait for it. It's gonna be great. All right, all right. We need to I need to rest back control of the of the episode. Here. Yeah, let's do let's do a thing. I'm sorry. I've been yeah. remiss. All right, all right, here we go.